Bro, I order so much shit online, I never know what's coming in. <laughs> like, what the f- Oh, okay. Do you no. have your own Amazon Prime? Yeah, I have my own Amazon Prime, but, like, I've been ordering so much. Like, I ordered a pair yeah. of shoes, like, a week ago, and uh-huh. I didn't know they were coming in yesterday. I was like, oh, so these came in. And then I got another UPS, and I'm like... What yeah. the fuck is this? Thing? I always use other people's Amazon Prime. Really? I'm just lazy, bro. No. I don't have a single any subscription service that exists. Uh-huh. I don't have, but I have all of them. You see what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> so not a single one of them says Brant Lincoln. They're all somebody else's name. Every time they come in? Yeah, like it'll I, say like somebody's well, name? Not only Amazon, but like Netflix, Spotify, any <laughs> subscription service, bro. It's not mine. I just use it. But Amazon, I use Kyle's. I okay. Use Kyle's Amazon okay. Prime. Yeah. They're crazy, bro. Like what overnight, overnight, yes, bro. At like literally. four a.m. I'm like, um, I was like, I ordered, I ordered this pair of earrings. Literally, the, like not not last night, but the night before. Uh-huh. They came in this morning. I'm like, that quick? Yeah. Like, there's no way. Let me see your earrings. Yeah, they're just they're like twenty dollar earrings off Amazon. Bro. Yeah, I just yeah. got mine in. So these are little studs, just yes, sir. starting it. You know, yes, sir. I want to do. Are you gonna uh, get bigger studs or? I want to do the Michael Jordan. Uh, ah, the hoop. Little, you told me hoop. about that. Yeah, shit. yeah. I want to do the hoop, but I just... Uh, I don't know if I could pull it off, bro. You can pull off anything, Kenneth. Ah, oh, stop anything. it, bro. I want to pull stop the Michael Jordan hoop. Because a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about. There's no way! Some people just hear it. Oh, uh, yeah, that's perfect right there. The side profile. Yup. That's a fat-ass hoop, though, bro. I love it. Are you just going to get one? Uh, I'll probably just do one side. And then the stud on the other? Because I feel like both sides will be... Yeah. Yeah, both, both sides, sides will just be, be, like, too much. Yeah. Like, man, he's really... Yeah. going through a phase right now yeah. i definitely i was thinking about getting my septum done bro because my sister got it done and i fuck with it bro it looks fire the septum? Bad, bad bunny has it too and i'm just like you look like bad bunny no i don't bro a lot of people told me that shit i'm like nah you do. bro nah. did you accidentally go for the bad bunny look or did it kind of no like, he doesn't have he doesn't even have my hair or nothing though. he copied you that's what have. you're trying to say he might have he no might there have. is i didn't I love Bad Bunny's music. It's fire. But like, I want to sing along so bad, but like, I'll know like every word at the end of the, you know, Oh, the, the, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'll be like, Okay, okay. That's, it's crazy though. Like a lot of people, they, they listen to Bad Bunny's music or J Balvin's music and they don't, they don't speak the language. Oh, for sure. And it's definitely a huge, like, uh, it was a huge goal of theirs from the start. Like uh to make music like that that people would listen to worldwide without having to do english music yeah i wish when we were kids you know we do spanish in high school we have to take spanish Mm -hmm. one and two Mm -hmm. uh at least here in florida i'm pretty sure that's every state yeah i think so so. but um we'd never like other countries learn english they learn their their and they actually learn it yeah and they actually can speak fluently Mm -hmm. write listen yeah Puerto Rico included. Yeah, yeah, especially Puerto Rico. I wish we did that. I wish I knew. I wish I was bilingual at the least. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Either French, especially Spanish, or hell, maybe like even Korean would be something to know. Korean would be crazy, bro. You know, Korea, they're huge on socials, bro. Like K-pop and stuff. Oh, yeah, bro. You know, I was thinking about that. I was watching the Billboard Awards and BTS Uh was performing. I'm like... Bro, like, it's crazy. Like, on Twitter sometimes, I'll hop on threads, and it's like, there's a lot of K-pop fans out there that they're always just doing bullshit on, like, yeah. on the internet. It's insane. Yeah, we're just so logged out of that culture that we have no idea how big it yeah. is. Yeah. That's huge over it's there. It's massive, bro. Something that also, like, kind of tickles my brain is when Hollywood, like, uh, American-made movies mm-hmm. are the most famous movies in the world. Worldwide. Yeah, yeah. And people always watch American movies. And it's like our it's culture crazy. slowly like trinkles into like 
Asia and Africa yeah, and yeah. especially Europe. Europe is like very similar to us though, to America. Yeah, I would say their so. Their culture, like, like just the way they they move. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What I guess they you could say so. Yeah, what they, they post. Yeah, like the culture, like the social media culture. Right, is right. very similar. Which. You're big into the social media culture, Mr. Nah. Uh, Kenneth Rosa. Oh, no. Uh, Kenneth Rosa probably filmed your favorite rapper's music video, favorite nah. Florida rapper's music video. Kenneth is an incredibly talented videographer and founder of Guilty Films, a successful film production. This young man is, in all caps, self-made. You could say so. Yeah, <laughs> He's too humble. So. You're too humble. Nah. Just, just accept that your craft is beautiful. <laughs> I like the videos Thank you've you, been brother. making, bro. Thank you, brother. What inspired you? What inspired you to start this Guilty Films thing and become a videographer and get bro, into the rap space? There's what so many you? things to it, bro. Like, really, like, the whole the whole rap space, I never really grew up listening to hip-hop or rap. I grew okay. up in, like, a, a very, like, Christian religious household. Uh-huh. through like through my like my childhood at least and um little by little my parents started letting me go and like kind of like dip in dip my toes into the water into like different music so when i moved out up here from miami to to groveland mm-hmm. um for the first time i went on a bus to school and these kids in the back they were listening to uh legend by drake and i was like okay yo this shit slab okay okay <laughs> and then they were listening to, i remember they played uh speaker knockers um lonely and i was like yo this music slaps bro so then i started listening i start i didn't i didn't start listening to drake but i started listening to eminem a lot okay and so eminem is the reason i got into listening to hip-hop that's cool and then i started listening to drake and i just fell in love with the genre bro yeah um the video aspect bro my uncle on my so my my dad's brother he's been doing it for years and years and years he never um he never went to school for it but he's worked with some of the biggest latin artists like that we know of like he's worked with, awesome. with uh daddy yankee he's worked with don omar he's wow. he's worked with a lot of people and i don't know how or why but i eventually just fell in love with making videos eventually it all started with photography at first yeah and then when i got up here in groveland i started doing a little bit of photography here and there and um eventually when i started working at chick at chick-fil-a um i met mike and we got close and he was like, "Say, oh, bro, yeah. like you do photography, bro. Like, why don't why don't you do videos?" I'm like, "I don't know, bro. I just I don't I don't really do. Yeah, you just never done it before." It. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, he was like, "Nah, bro, let's shoot a video. Let's shoot a video." I was like, "I bet." And um, I was I was talking to my girlfriend at the time, and she was like, "Why don't you just do it? Like, fuck it." And her sister, she 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 did yeah. photography, but she had a uh, a video camera, and she let me borrow it. Cool. And I did Mike's first ever music video on that bitch. Yeah, I like Mike's music. Yeah, too. Mike's music, Four-way bro. Mike, Mike Four Way has a lot of uh, a lot of potential, bro. I just really wish uh, if y'all think if you if you guys are watching this, they gotta market themselves, bro. Yeah, like they gotta they gotta publish and like just market themselves. Right, bro. right. For people who don't know, Four Ways is group out here in uh, Central Florida. Yeah. Uh, how many? How many like? Uh, People are a part of Four Way making music. So it really because I know Four Way so, Mon. So realistically, it's three. You got Four Way Gino, right? You got Gino, Amon, and you got Mike, right? But like Four Way is a whole other clique that they it's they, 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 they it's like their yeah it's like their squad like right. their big gang. But realistically, like music wise, it's Amon, Mike, and Gino. I'll tell you what I have every single way or every single four-way mon album of course my music yeah bro like they got good stuff and you're right it's all about the marketing is a lot of people like especially with this podcast like i can record a great podcast or a great video and 
not post it anywhere and like yeah. tell people to listen to it and it won't catch any sort of traction and it won't make it worth my time exactly and you, know? you can't focus on just one platform either like you might post it on it's youtube difficult. but you got to put it on facebook you got to put it on right. tiktok you got to put it on twitter people yeah, watch yeah. podcasts on twitter even like clips yeah. like logan paul he might do like an hour two hour episode on impulsive but he yeah. has a whole other separate account which is like two minute videos of like segments throughout the podcast right and people have time for that kind of stuff when they don't have time and get to watch views. the long the long stuff that's the reason i switched over because at first this was an audio only podcast mm-hmm. of course i still post it on audio only platforms that always has to be there for people who are commuting or people who are listening in the shower yeah but like I wanted to switch over to video so fast and so quickly because people aren't going to share an audio clip. They're not, yeah. People aren't going to show their mom, their dad, their friends, send yeah. it into the chat, an That's audio facts, clip. Bro. But they'll show a video clip. They will. Yeah, of Absolutely. us just sitting down talking. It's the same context, but there's an actual, like, square. Yeah, of course. You can see it. Yeah, and it's the same way with, like, with TikToks, too. Like, people just hit share, and they'll throw it into a group chat that they might be in, or they send right. it to their brother, their sister, their mom, because it might be relatable. Yeah. So it's like the sharing aspect of things is very important. Too. And TikTok's crazy for marketing because uh, TikTok, you get so many views um, that you wouldn't have gotten if you posted on exactly, Instagram or bro. Twitter or Facebook because of the For You page. Exactly. It's like tailored towards people who people's interests and they see people who they don't know or they don't follow. So it, it's really good for growth. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. For it's growth. crazy to see this whole because YouTube had their own celebrities come out of it. You know, like the, I'm talking about the big boys like uh, Fousey, Logan Paul, Fousey yeah. was a little bit earlier than yeah, them. Um, of course. You know, Jake Paul. I, yeah, I don't want to uh, say just the Paul brothers, yeah, but um, uh, Faze, Faze Jarvis. Yeah. Faze, Faze Banks. Yeah, yeah. Faze is a huge part of YouTube as well. But like TikTok now has... Bryce Hall, Addison Ray, Taylor Holder, they yeah. have the whole new every there's a wave. Yeah. There's always a wave I'm, when And a I'm new waiting platform. for the next wave, bro. Yeah. I'm waiting sure. like I'm not going to waste any time on that's the next why you wave. Create it. Create bro, the, the next wave. <laughs> Damn, that's I mean, you got a point, bro. Yeah. That's very true. You said, "Bro, what?" Yeah. That's facts, so. though. Uh, what's your camera of choice? Cuz you so use right, uh, what's it called a so, Black Dragon or? So right now I'm using a Black Magic 6K. Black it's Magic. a it's like the the like realistically, like in the industry, it's like a budget cinema camera. Right. Well, the budget one would be the 4K, but like the 6K is, you know, it's still budget yeah. compared to other cinema cameras. Right. But if I were like my next, my next big purchase is definitely gonna be a red camera, but it's gonna cost me, bro. Because my Those uncle has one. Yeah, my uncle has a whole rig with the lens, the body. It's easily a fifty thousand dollar rig, bro. Yeah, <sighs> it's a nasty. Wow. It's a nasty set. I bro. see you. Uh... Uh, you sent in one of the group chats once. You did a gig and uh, you posted like a check for like six or eight yeah, thousand. Yes, like, yes, yeah, yes, yes. I'm like, Kev's really doing it. Yeah, like, bro. Seven bands. Because I see the videos, but you never see like the actual success behind the scenes. Nah, bro. So. It's crazy, bro. Because like, it's like I said, you know, that first video I did with Mike, I did it with a camera that I borrowed from somebody else with a lens right. that I borrowed from somebody else. Your girlfriend's sister. Bro. Yeah, yeah, at the time. And um, <laughs> at the time. At the you gotta time. throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta throw that shit in there. But at um, the time. Uh, what you call it? Um, Now I, I'm using, you know, like a, a rig that's worth easily $10,000. Um, and I'm making I'm making a lot of money, bro, compared to when I started when I was making shit for free. Right. And for for the four way, you know, my boys, like I still I still do shit for free for them, bro. Because it's like right. I believe in them. I still believe in them. And even though they're not marketing themselves the way that I would want them to, they definitely they have the potential, and I still believe in them. Right. So, but other than that, I'm, I'm charging my fees. Yeah. 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 I keep moving forward. Of course. Like, uh, four way. They just gotta keep making content, and then. 
get smarter as they go on and learn. For sure. But uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, my camera of choice is not GoPros, bro. What I bought, it? so I know GoPros are action cameras, mm-hmm. but I bought some GoPros for the podcast set. And you didn't like it? I set it up, bro. I mean, they were horrible. They looked so Really? Bad. I bought the best and brightest GoPro. I recorded at 1080 because I don't want large files yeah. when I'm editing. But, yeah, you uh, to do 4K. Yeah, but like, man, they were great. Either they were grainy, they would overheat. Um, really? Yeah, they would autom- They would shut off randomly. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I can't. These are not reliable. Yeah, they were ideal because of like the wide angle too, right? Right. Well, yeah. I did the more linear the linear angle oh, okay. rather than the wide angle because the wide angle like captured a little bit too much. Oh, okay, okay, like, okay, okay. Now you're getting like the ceiling. The, yeah, and the, the ceiling and shit. Stuff. Okay, okay. Like keep that out of it. Okay. But uh, also the reason I I first bought two point and shoot Canon G7Xs just because yeah. they have a good picture. They have a really good picture, yeah. I didn't realize this, but I don't know if you know this, but there's like a video recording limit on European made cameras. I did not know that. The reason they did this so basically the recording limit it can only record a clip straight for 30 minutes and then it'll shut off why for old taxes for video cameras i think they were afraid that like independent people were going to be recording um areas yeah so anyways it's a really old recording video recording limit tax and they need to take it away bro that's insane yeah so i went to record my first podcast with the canon g7x's and they both stopped at 30 minutes. And I'm like, what's going on here? I looked it up. There's no way to change it. I looked up other cameras that don't have it. And they were not in my price range and not really what I wanted. Yeah. So that's why I switched just to the iPhones. The iPhones are fire. Yeah, though. they look great. Very sleek. Yeah. And they're I, reliable. So Very reliable. They don't die? Like while you're recording? Um, if I recorded like a three-hour, four-hour podcast. They would probably die, right? Yeah. Okay. They'd probably be on like 15%. Okay. But that's like not bad, though. Normal hour-long podcast, they'll last. Yeah. For sure. Probably like 30% that's left. Fire, that's fire. But you were saying that your uncle yep. who got you into this space yep. and he worked with people like Daddy Yankee and some big yeah, guys. some big guys. Where, well, real quick, where is he based out of? So he's based out of, right now he's based out of San Juan. Okay, cool. He, yeah, he lives right there, but you know, he's originally from where I'm from, which is a little bit more <clears throat> west of San Juan, which is Manati. Gotcha. Yeah, that's where we're from. Yeah, because you were just fan. in Puerto Rico, weren't you? I was just When did in you Puerto get Rico. back? Like f- three days ago or something? Uh, a week ago. A week ago? Yes, bro. Had a Man, great time. How was that? There. Yeah. Bro, it was weird this time, bro, because I I've traveled I traveled so much to PR last year. I went easily four or five times. I went last year. Yeah. And this time it was weird because I went I went with my brother and um and some cousins and it was weird bro like we were driving through the mountains and we were driving through the coast and it's like i didn't feel like i was on vacation i just felt like i was visiting so i feel like i need a little tea break from pr but i definitely had an amazing time bro like we went to different places we partied we met up with girls we fucking we went to rivers mountains we climbed mountains i was gonna say because in the group chats we're in i saw you and your socials i saw you post some beautiful like waterfalls bro, and it's, forests it's, in, I'm like, it's incredible bro. you don't just see that you don't see that here you, you don't, don't see that i mean at US. least in florida i would say i would like to say that like places like even georgia you could you could see this right like More south southeast down here yeah, we got yeah, some yeah. good stuff yeah. palm trees you know a lot but of lakes here it's not the same bro yeah, yeah. everywhere any river or spring you go to here you're like what if there's a gator over there bro you can go in smack the smack middle of the island go into a river, jump from like 50, right. 30 feet in the air and swim without a problem because there's nothing There's nothing out there that could yeah, like they won't potentially kill you. kill you. I wonder if a gator's ever tried to like 
swim to Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, in fucking saltwater. Have you heard about those uh, saltwater crocodiles? That's a thing? Yeah, they're huge, bro. They're scary. Saltwater What did he say? Bro. Let me see that shit. What did he say? What did he say? Let's see here. Oh, man. Let's see here. Saltwater crocodile. That's ins- That's they're big, boy. huge. Because we have alligators here, and they're like... These small, like, pussy yeah, versions yeah, yeah, yeah. of crocodiles, bro. Yeah. The big boys are out in the uh, the Everglades, no? Yeah, yeah. Nah, fuck yeah, yeah. that shit. Yeah, man, that bites onto your leg. What you doing? Yeah, nah. <laughs> uh, bro, we were actually talking about this shit when we were in PR. I don't remember where the fuck we were. Uh-huh. Oh, so we went to this crazy... Look it up. Uh, the Indian's Cave in Puerto Rico. Say it again? Uh, the Indian's Cave, Puerto Rico. And you... It's literally on the coast like this, and the mm-hmm. you know the ocean is right there. Oof. Yeah, right there. Perfect. Yeah. So we jumped from like which one you want? This one. Uh, this yeah, one? let's do let's do. So we were up here, but on the other side. Okay. And we bro, we met this like random old dude, and he was just like looking around and shit. And we we're like, yo, what's up? He was like, oh no, I'm from around here. You know, I grew up in the house. It's like a house like right across from it. Oh yeah. And I I always come here to make sure everything is okay. Blah blah blah. And we were walking around. He was giving us a tour because usually there's seven arcs like this. So wow. I had only been to the first two, which is this one and then the one right before where the cave is. And okay. um, he walked us to like the third one. And he's like, you guys could jump from here if you want. I was like, what did he say? <laughs> and we all looked at each other like, yo, we might we might just jump. Fuck it. So we went. We didn't jump from up here, but easily like from like around here. Somewhere. A little bit lower. And I remember. That's a high jump. It's, yeah, it's easily like 50 feet that we jumped from. And um. Ooh. The guy, the guy was like, he told me he was like, oh yeah, sometimes uh, the sharks come come here, uh, like at nighttime because they sleep around here and in the caves and shit. Right. And yeah, we were uh, we jumped, blah blah blah, and then the day, like that night, they we were talking about it, and I was like, what would you guys have done if a if a if a shark like bit you? Yeah. And they were like, there were sharks. I was like, I mean, the guy said that there were sharks like around nighttime. I don't know if there was yeah. any like there. And I told them I was like, if a shark ever bit me, bro, I'm just gonna give up. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna fight it, bro. Just, yeah. Like, it was my time. Like, I'm Would not you, gonna fight against a shark or a or a croc. Let's say one of your boys, you, one of your boys jumps, and y'all are about ready to jump. He's the first one to jump. He gets bit by the shark. That's tough. He gets bit by the shark. That's y'all can see the shark plain as day, and the shark, you know, is going like this. Would you jump in, or would you just be like, bro, no, that, that's God. that's tough, bro. Like, nah, I'm not jumping in that. Bitch. Imagine like jumping off and just doing a pencil dive just straight into the shark. Nah, bro, because it's like he's already gonna be bleeding. The other sharks are definitely gonna already know. Like, okay, we feasting in this yeah. bitch. Like, nah. Yeah. But it was beautiful, bro. Oh, but um, anyways, I when I first asked about your uncle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he's based off based out of, um. Yeah. You said he never went to school. So he went to school, f- I believe it was for physical education, bro. So something and he completely He never different. used it. Right. Never used his degree, ever. You went to, so I know you did this little course at Full Sail University, yeah. which is like an art school. Yeah. Um, to Just to perfect your craft. I mean, how much did you learn from there that you could have learned by yourself? Like, <sighs> I definitely think that the biggest thing that you could really learn at Full Sail is definitely like like being on set. Cause like, if I were to like do a big production last year when I like when I started yeah. uh, going to full sale, I wouldn't know a single thing about wires or where to hook shit up or like uh, where to put lighting, where to like a lot of things on set. Uh-huh. You learn there technical stuff like camera stuff or editing. 
um they do teach you that kind of stuff i i personally know how to edit really well already right but they teach you on premiere pro which is adobe's uh adobe's Editing program software i do apple final cut pro yeah, that's just what here. i've done same here but i used to hate adobe and now slowly and slowly i'm low-key like liking a lot more it's a lot really? more efficient it's a lot faster seriously yeah it has wow. some crazy features in it that i'm like oh like i kind of fuck with this and like yeah. with the camera that i'm shooting it shoots like raw footage for people that don't know, that's just a very like technical term for like low color footage that you could use, like really you could color in up. later. Um, but to put raw footage into Final Cut, I have to use a whole other program to process the files. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Adobe, I just throw it in there. Right. And it's pretty. It's pretty convenient, bro. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It, Adobe Premiere just looks a lot more. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. It's yeah. It's scarier. But like once like once what I did personally. All the um, all the shortcut keys and everything that I use on Final Cut, I switched them. I put the same ones into Premiere, so I feel like I'm oh, in Final yeah. Cut, but I'm really in Premiere. Yeah, I saw like this little keyboard thing that can go on top of your Mac keyboard, where it labels like all the shortcuts that you can use for Final Cut. What? So it's like a little skin for your keyboard. That's a thing. for your like MacBook. Yeah, I'm gonna look into it's that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, but. I always use, I always go the long way, bro. I'll use the top menu and figure out how to do it. That's fine. I'm not really good with the shortcuts for the keys. I don't know. Really? It's never like, there's things I use them for, like, yeah. like blade and yeah, zoom blade. and yeah, select. Yeah. And, but that's the most but, important part because it's like you got to cut, you got to cut clips all the time. Right, that's the right. thing you do the most when you edit. So. Yeah. At least you use them, bro. I remember when I first started making YouTube videos, mm-hmm. I just got my job at chick-fil-a where Sheesh. we kind of met and got the same yeah we were to, we, we were together for like a week i think yeah and yeah left. And then it I was left. crazy yeah but we went to school together as well for a, yeah for a little bit but mm-hmm. um i remember i bought this hundred dollar laptop Sheesh. it's called the leno i'll never forget this the shit, lenovo bro. i'll be talking about this shit when i'm 40 <laughs> it, it was a lenovo uh 100 idea pad or something hundred dollars I bought that. I got a free editing software. Let's Microsoft Video Editor or something fire, like that. Fire. And I started editing YouTube videos on that. Wow. I would record YouTube videos with my iPhone. I would throw it into my $100 laptop. Sure. I would edit it. I would upload it from that $100 laptop on a YouTube, bro. Crazy. People make bro. all these excuses like, oh, I want to do a YouTube video or I want to start doing social media. I want to make yeah. videos. I want to record videos. Bro, I just bought fucking do it. I got my first job at sixteen. I bought a hundred dollar laptop and facts. I started editing on that, bro. Facts, bro. People don't take the jump. That's facts. That's, I remember when I started, I wanted to have the greatest stuff and I always tell my hurts. mom, my mom is like my mom is like, Stop making excuses. And she always tells me the same thing. Whenever I want to start something or whenever I'm like in the middle of a project, she's like, Stop making excuses. Like you gotta start somewhere. Right. And like I remember the first editing software I used was Final Cut, but you know how I got it? I got a cracked version. I didn't pay for that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, I got a cracked version, bro. Yeah. And I was using it off my... It was like a MacBook Air that I bought with some money that my parents gave me. Right. Like, back in 2016. Like, we all start somewhere, bro. Yeah, like, for sure. It's that initial leap. Because yeah. it's easy, like, like working out. Like, you can talk about working out. That's facts. And then be like, okay, I'm going to go tomorrow. Yeah. Or I'm going to get my diet right tomorrow. Bro, there's three Just hours. Just It's 7 p.m. There's three hours left in the day. Go work out, That's eat a good facts, meal, bro. bro. Start tonight. That's facts, Because you bro. won't start that shit tomorrow. You'll make excuses. Yeah. You'll make more and more excuses. That was me That was me yesterday, bro. I got back from PR. I haven't been to the gym. And uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to go to the gym tonight. And then um, my boy Carlos hit me up. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, let's go hoop. I was like, all right, bet. I'll get some cardio in. Yeah, and good. then I'm probably going to go to the gym later today. Because you just got to start, bro. Like, if you don't start, you're right. just going to keep putting yourself back, bro. Yeah. And like... You got to be in that mindset that you got to start things and finish things. Yeah, I've, I've recognized that I hate 
when other people make excuses, like when somebody's talking about something they want to do and they're making excuses, I absolutely hate it. So sometimes I catch myself making excuses. Yeah. And I'm like, this is exactly what I dislike in other people. I'm mm-hmm. like, let me be a good version of myself. That's what someone I'm saying, I respect. Bro. Yeah. You know. But uh, that's crazy that full sale. So full sale university taught you the production side of things, like yeah. wiring and actually being on set, that sort of feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a hands-on else, university. Right. So and then it's like. Everything else was like a YouTube tutorial, like you know. Yeah, bro. How do I cut clips? All my editing, I... all my editing style has always come from YouTube. I right. have like three YouTubers that I follow, mm-hmm. and uh, currently, like I currently, I've learned that I low key hate editing. Um, so I've been, I have a friend, yeah. Up, yeah, I have a friend that I met up here in um in Orlando. He lives in Atlanta now, and he's doing he's doing amazing up there. His name is Cedric. And um, Atlanta is a hot place to be doing that. I definitely I'm looking into Atlanta to move soon. But uh, yeah, yeah. But my friend Cedric, he does amazing editing. And I've 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 been having him edit my videos because he's cool with me. And I'll throw some editing in there and then I'll send him my clips and then he'll he'll kill it. Because it's just like I really like the creative directing and the directing aspect of things and the shooting aspect. But sitting there and editing, it's really hard when you're like in a creative drought. And right now that's where I'm at. People don't understand. It's a lot. Something I try, I try to just be optimistic, optimistic when I'm editing. Mm. I try to go into it and realize it's going to be trial and error. And yeah, I could literally, bro, 30 minutes of footage right then. <sighs> and then I could look at it and be like, I don't like this shit. Delete. Yep. Pull them back into my timeline. Restart. <sighs> like, I didn't like Sigh. how I did this. It wasn't a good vibe. It's so terrible. bro. That's why this space is very stressful, especially I could imagine for making music videos is even it's more terrible, stressful because for me, like. If I do a vlog or do some sort of workout video or, you know, even edit a podcast clip and I'll edit the entire thing and then I'll take it back and look at it and be like, I don't like this. Somebody else will watch it and say they like it. Yeah. But I don't like it. Like, but I feel I like no matter it. what, I, it's like, a, it's like I, was wa- I was watching, I think it was DDG was talking about it um, mm-hmm. on social media the other day. He was like, if you're making, like for artists, if you're making music and you don't like it, just drop it, bro. Why are you, why are you holding music back? Like yeah. that, that shit might just be holding you back. Like, true. So, I mean, I get that. in the music aspect of things, maybe it's different from like the video aspect of things. You know what? It, it probably isn't that different. It probably isn't. Because, it might not be. yeah, we're just, we're our biggest judges for ourselves. Of you know? course, yeah. Especially so. if you're a perfectionist, bro. Mm-hmm. And I used to be a perfectionist, but I've learned, bro, like being a perfectionist is only going to set you back so much, right. bro. It's so. I don't know. It's it's really stressful when you're trying to get something done like frame by frame and you're just like, no, nah, I don't like it. But I've learned to just like, yeah. no, you know what? I'm just going to leave it like that. I agree completely. To tie it back into the equipment thing, like you want the best equipment and you want, you know, the production to be so high and you yeah, want to already start with a <sighs> big wait, budget, but you can't. And, it, and then you record and you're like, this could have been better. Yes, like bro. It, like the lighting could have been better here. Like I should have shot this another time. There should have right. been another sequence. Yeah. It's just like, fuck, bro. It's hard to not be a perfectionist, in yes. the, and especially in the field that you work in, yeah. uh, because th- how how is the is it extremely competitive? What you're in right now, so, like the music video space, bro. So right now, I say, or is there a lot more rappers than there are videographers when it comes to music videos? No, there's or definitely vice versa? there's definitely a lot more rappers than videographers in Florida. Um, I don't see myself as competition with anybody, bro. I feel like if anything, every like in the videographer space, everybody should be part of a team, bro. Like if you're better at editing, mm-hmm. I want to work with you. I'll shoot the video, you edit. Or if I'm better at editing, uh, they'll shoot the video, they send me the footage, I'll edit it. Like right. I feel like we should all be a team. Now, if there's somebody like talking shit, 
like about your work or like just because you feel a certain way about something like that's a different story like i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna beef with you bro i'm a grown-ass man right you could say whatever you want you could post whatever you want on social media i'm not gonna even bother to yeah. like post it or talk shit back like we grown ass like we grown ass men bro like why do we have to start beefing like For if you sure. feel a certain way about my my shit Feel a certain way about it, bro. Like, I know I love my craft. I've been doing this for over six years already. Yeah. I'm about to be 20, like, and still doing this stuff, like, making money. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm getting my bag. Yeah. So, if people want to hate, that's cool, bro. Like, I don't really, I don't pay mind to it. I'm a very nonchalant person, bro. I love that. I'm reading a book right now called The Four Agreements, and somewhere in that, it talks about how don't take anything personally. Mm-mm. Meaning, what anybody says to you, uh, like say somebody says something bad about your music video, mm-hmm. that comes from within them. Absolutely. That's their like their reality, and there's it's nothing about you. No, it's has everything to do about them. Yeah, kind of like if you if somebody insults you, and it's something that you kind of believe in that you are like yeah. say you're overweight and somebody calls you overweight mm-hmm. that always digs a little bit deeper because you've agreed that you are overweight. Yeah, and they pointed it out. And sometimes that's good. Like it fuels you. Like yeah, like. Oh, for two, sure. Two, three months ago, like that, I was in that space. I was like, I was like, my parents were like, "Yo, you, you gain weight," but that I, I, I took it personal, but I use it as fuel, bro. And right. I've been going crazy in the gym, yeah. and I've been becoming a better version of myself yeah. mentally and physically. I think there's a way to, to, not take it super personal, but mm-hmm. still use it as fuel. Absolutely. Because some people, Absolutely. but you're right. It, it is a lot of fuel. It's it's gas in the tank for sure. And and that's what makes a lot of us different from yeah. each other like that's what makes successful people different from people that are very talented but they're insecure and yeah. they take all that stuff so personally that they don't use it as fuel bro like they use it as like damn like maybe i'm not shit or right maybe i'm not i'm not what i think i may be or can be so i had my apart. i had my first like uh kind of hater uh direct Word. message me twitter uh, message Direct, direct oh, message. Okay, it was okay. over Instagram. Oh, uh, brother. I'm not going to say any names or any yeah. context like that because that's not what we I'm grown about. grown ass men. That's right, why. Right. Yeah. But like I had somebody directly attack me about the whole podcast thing. Are they local? Um, sh- She was. Oh, sh- she was. That's cr- but now she lives, I'm not going to say where, but she lives up north. Uh, mm. She moved away. She's she's doing her own thing. She's successful. Go she's her. doing real estate. Happy Proud for of her. her. But she really like attacked me on socials and I didn't like, I'll never feed into because I realized like this thing I'm doing, especially with growth and as I have more fans, I'm going to have more haters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So step one, of course, I didn't take it personally. But step two, I remember reading through this hate and it was kind of like it came from a bitter spot. Okay. It wasn't just like, yo, your shit's donkey ass. It was like it was a bitter spot that she came from. Like a like a. Like a, what, what do you call it? Like a backhand slap kind of thing? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. It wasn't fronthand. It was definitely backhand. Damn. But like it didn't hurt me at all. Like not Good. even in a sense I was ever like, oh man, maybe my podcast does suck. <laughs> I never th- did that happen. No. To me. But I kind of read it and it fueled me, but I didn't take it personally. I was smiling and I was like, man, I was like, my podcast is catching waves right now. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I yeah. love it. That's dude. how it should be, bro. Yeah. And personally, I've never had somebody like hit me up like, yo, your videos are trash. I'm trying to think if, Nah, like, nah, there's like this one person, which is the only person I really had beef with in the space that he's, uh-huh. I think he's still local. But, um, yeah, we had some, some beef cause, uh, I had some, what do you call it? I, I wouldn't say beef. It was just, just like, uh, 
masculinity ego battle it was yeah it was like an <laughs> ego thing like I, I met him personally like at an event and i told him that we could work together and um you know he posted that he was working with an artist that i wasn't working with at the time that i don't have any problem with him now but at the time we had problems and like um he posted a video that they were working together and i just swiped up and laughed like oh like that's funny Right. And he, bro, they took it personally and like it turned into this whole thing. And at, at the end of the day, bro, like I'm just like, all right, bro, like, yeah, just, I've never, I've just never, that shit. yeah, I've never reached out to somebody and hated on them. No, for like, what? Bro? I know, I don't have the energy. I don't that, have the time. Bro, I'm like, real with what you. are you really doing in your life that you have to, like, right. you have to reach out to somebody yeah. like, and hate on them, bro? Like, there's yeah. no point. But in that then shit. again, and I like to each their own, man. Yeah. She, uh, the girl that was, directly attacking me on direct message mm-hmm. i asked her i was like because you're saying all this and that and blah 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 and i was like have you listened to a podcast no. i asked I was the like, answer I, is always I, no I said, have you listened to a podcast i just asked it straight up there was no i never i wasn't uh aggressive at all in my messaging i was kind of like oh i hear you like thanks for the input i'm like i'm open <laughs> to criticism you know what I mean? Like As she you said should. the most bitter As stuff. I'm like, should, I'm bro. open to criticism. I, Absolutely. Like I'm definitely not at a spot where I'm not going to settle. I'm going to get better and better. But um, I guess, yeah. Have you listened to a podcast? Well, no, but. Well, no, but. <laughs> they haven't even like, consumed the, yeah. the, the, the video, yeah. bro. And like, if she doesn't want to, I get it. But to direct message somebody hating on it when you haven't time, even heard it. Most of the it, time they're just jealous, bro. Yeah. Most of the time. Like, that's, that's why I said it's a part of their reality. Exactly. It's not, it's nothing to do with you. Absolutely. It's got bro. nothing to do with you. Yeah. yeah. That stuff's crazy, man. Yeah. You travel a lot. I do. You yeah. do. You travel a lot for your work. <sighs> like um, crazy, bro. What's the road like? Uh, does it fuel you? Does it, uh, is it hard? Is there any crazy stuff or? Bro, it, it depends, bro. Cause sometimes like the craziest time I traveled, I traveled with my my boy Cedric, the one that I um, that I mentioned earlier that edits with me. Right. Um, I think it was. You were out in Atlanta. No, what? we were we were in New York this time. Okay. And um, haven't been really want to go. You haven't been. Mm-mm. So we got we had just met, bro. We had a, we haven't even met. We just have mutual friends, so we're DMing like yo, Ooh. like we. I remember he posted on his IG story like yo, I want to work with people in the area. This is back when he lived in Orlando, and. I hit him up like, yo, let's work together, blah, blah, blah. I think like three days later, he's like, yo, so I got a um, I got a video up in New York. You want to come? I was like, huh? Yeah. Said, Hell yeah, man. <laughs> so, bro, so he's like, I bet I'm going to put the flight for tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. So he books the flight. We're talking. I'm telling you, we're, t- we're talking like at 10 p.m. And the flight is at 8 a.m. So I got to pack everything up and go to the airport. So I pull up in the airport. We met for the first time. We were cool. We fly out. We're in, we're in New York by like 10 a.m. So we get there at 10 a.m., and from 10 a.m. to like 6, 7 p.m., we're getting like camera equipment because we didn't have any, like I didn't have my camera at the time. So we had to rent it off the budget that they gave us. Damn. And we had to go to like the camera store. We had to go here. We were missing a cable. The cable wasn't working, blah, blah, blah. And then so we shot from like 7 to 10 or 11 p.m. And our flight was that night at 1 a.m. So it was just a 24-hour loop of just walking around the city taking subways going to like shooting in Times square and then take the subway to the bronx to shoot in the bronx and then take another subway to brooklyn and shoot in Br- it was a crazy crazy and this was all for one video for all for video. one music video bro that's crazy yeah man. it was insane that's definitely like the most time consuming like shot like shoot i've ever done but other than that was bro high stress <clears throat> high stress 
it's a lot of stress whenever you're like in a time crunch like that because we right. we had a flight to catch so we had to get everything done now if you fly out for like one or two days all right we're gonna shoot this day at nighttime um for several hours and we're gonna go back to the hotel and then we'll we'll shoot the second day for like a certain amount of hours and we'll go yeah. back to the airbnb so but yeah like the 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 life on the road could be stressful bro i know last year was the time that i traveled the most i went to la about four times i, saw that. I went to atl like three times i went to new york like three times as well all super hot spots for the craft absolutely the only place i haven't gone to yet is houston and dallas and i've heard that the scene out there is pretty crazy right now so right now like i'm planning on moving moving camp to either atlanta or houston gotcha but i'm not i'm not sure just yet because i still gotta unfortunately because of covid i got behind in school so i was supposed to graduate this may but now i'm like i gotta graduate like yeah. next february with your uh my bachelor's my both full sales bachelor's degree that's yeah. awesome man yeah. how do you balance okay so now this leads to a whole nother uh yeah question how do you balance uh doing school at full sail university for an art and travel to atlanta new york la four times two yeah. times in the past year so thankfully because of covid um i was doing a lot online right but at the same time like i was falling behind in my classes obviously that's why i'm graduating next march rather than now in may but um when i <clears throat> when i was actually able to do the classes mm -hmm. i would just do them online and fortunately like there were a lot of editing classes if they weren't editing classes that they were just basic stuff like math science and i was already really familiar with those right. subjects the classes you have to get through yeah exactly like the uh what like the core classes is that what the, i yeah. believe that's what it's called kind of core classes prerequisite classes yeah whatever that's awesome, man. I'm yeah, really bro. proud of you, bro. Thank you, Because I, I, I knew you as a... And I was a little jit, too. Don't get me wrong. But I knew you as a little jit. Mm -hmm. We were little jits. 16, and 17, working at Chick-fil-A, bro. Yeah. We came a long way. And honestly, like, Chick-fil-A... It teaches you how to work for your bro, dreams, bro. They taught me a lot about, like, working as a team. And, like, yep. really, like... They really molded me into the leader that I am today. And, you know... <clears throat> I agree completely. Yeah, because of Same unfortunate here. events, like you know, eventually I'm about I'm about to be. I think it was last June when I when they let me go, uh -huh. um, and ever since then, bro, like after they let me go, I was like, you know what, I don't want to work a nine to five. I'm gonna start really chasing this this videography thing, and after that is when I started going crazy, bro. Like I'm telling you, like in September or no, in August, late so like the 19th of August last year, I was in Puerto Rico. And then I got back like the 27th of August. Mm -hmm. I went to LA till like the 6th. And then the 6th, that same day, I went back to, to Puerto Rico. Jeez. So I was in Puerto Rico, LA, back to Puerto Rico for my birthday. And then it's just, it's been crazy, bro. That's the thing. People don't realize that dreams will never work. Dreams don't work. Nope. Unless you do. Yeah, bro. You have to you work. You gotta put in the work. Yeah. You gotta like. Like oh I'm broke okay go mm. get go get some money bro like go get your bag up bro right. like there's n absolutely no reason why you should not be getting money right now bro right. and like even like I've been I've been working on a couple projects this year nowhere near to like what I was doing last year and that's the thing that's the tricky part about being a free agent like in the videography industry mm -hmm. you could be working for six months straight with different artists but then you could be on a six month drought 
and like yeah. no no artist has hit you up or maybe you're just really comfortable financially which is right. thankfully what i've been able to do but just because i'm not working with artists right now for like the last two three months doesn't mean i'm not gonna start making money so i've really like been investing my money into like crypto and i've been making really good money with that yeah or like i'll invest my money in other things and eventually like i'm i'm cool like i was able to go to pr for a week not mm -hmm. worry about a single thing financial freedom is important so that's kind of what you're talking about right now is how you have a sense of financial freedom mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about much mm -hmm. right now um absolutely you know uh so somebody in your space uh charlie rocket yeah i've heard like of travis him. porter and uh -huh. stuff yeah um, yeah yeah, he he was out in Atlanta and he kind of did what you did and it's kind of like all about momentum because mm -hmm. I can't remember his exact story but he started he was you know he had a nine to five yeah he developed a minor passion for videography that's what Charlie Rocket does Charlie Rocket he made he was a manager for I can't remember the rapper okay uh uh, uh Soldier Boy really he was a he he was the manager for Soldier Boy. He was kind of, oh no no he was a videographer for Soldier Boy for Soldier Boy here Crazy. I got it mixed up he was a videographer Soldier Boy he was kind of overstepping his boundaries telling Soldier Boy to not do this do that don't do this as a videographer uh, well, Soldier Boy manager's job right 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 and he was kind of like man like you're a videographer like don't tell me like not to do this drug not to fuck this bitch not to do this. You know, not to go out here. It's dangerous. That's, Don't tell me. You but that's know. on that's on some like that's just on stupid shit. Like, right, on right. Soldier side, like maybe he was just a friend. He was trying to look out for you, bro. Right. And Charlie Rocket says he noticed who was making the money. It was the managers. And he's like, ah, what I'm good at is management and being philosophical. That's crazy. That's and crazy. so he started managing for you know rappers like Travis Porter, like. Wow. Which, by the way, I really like a bop by Travis Porter. It's Word. you wanna see some man. Wait, <laughs> look it up, look it up. I haven't I'll listened to up. Travis Porter, and I follow him on IG, but I just like his content. I've never really listened to him. Dude, this is the this is the one song I'm not gonna lie that I know from Travis Porter. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can. I can't remember the name of it, but because it's on my Apple Music. Oh, make it rain. I can mm -hmm. only play like five seconds of this. Okay, right. so it's gonna be a good five seconds. But uh, yeah, I guess Charlie Rocket really only did um, videography when he first started entering that space. That's crazy. And then he went over to management. I thought about management before too, bro. I, I really like the whole management side of things. Of course, it's a five-minute music five video. Five fucking music, yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah. Hopefully, this is a good part. This the? isn't a good part. I gotta pause before. You're I gonna. You're gonna. Right. Uh, you're gonna. Have Dude, to edit that the shit. chorus is insane, bro. Like, is if it? this came out of the club, I'm gonna make, make it rain. I've heard this before. That's a good scream, man. That's crazy. <laughs> so he worked. So now he's a manager, no? For like uh, yeah. People? Well, now or is he like? Free? Now I think he like writes books and he because he okay. almost died or something. And yeah, he has a crazy, a, really story. crazy story. Yeah, he has a crazy yeah. story. I don't know if you which watch the podcast on on impulsive. impulsive. So I I watched like the first fifteen minutes, but I didn't really get a glimpse of who he really was. So I, I kind of just got bored. But now that you talk about it, I'm probably gonna watch it today right. to see his his story. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. He's funny. He's funny. Yeah. On accident sometimes, you okay. know. But sure. I love the guy. He's awesome. Um, if you could personally pick one artist to work with, uh, who would it be in the space right now? Who would it, who would it be? <sighs> There's so many cool artists. Um, it depends. Like, does he have to be signed? Is he independent? Like, 
You can make it as realistic or unrealistic as you want. Okay, so I don't believe in anything unrealistic. I believe everything is possible. Oh, okay. So, um, a signed artist, the number one person I would love to work with is definitely Bad Bunny. Okay. Um, but I wouldn't direct the video alone. I definitely would want to do it with his current director that does all his videos. His, he goes by Stills, and his the music videos are just so insane. Like create not only creatively but like the wit, the shot types, like the color grading in these videos are just so inspiring that I definitely mm-hmm. would want to work alongside Stills. Unsigned, I would love to work with Tory Lanez, bro. I like Tory. I love Tory Lanez. I love his music. I yeah. love the way that he's independent and he has artists under him uh, mm-hmm. through Umbrella. Um, I love. I just love everything about like the artist that he is. Um, and just some like other like underground artists like in the in the Spanish industry like Eladio Carrion. I've reached out to his team. Unfortunately, we haven't been in contact too much. But I'm definitely looking into bigger artists right now to work with because I have worked with like um, these right now. He's popping off like out of Detroit. I went to do a video with him in Atlanta, and then I remember I came back and I was telling Amon about it, and he was like, "You worked with these?" I was like, "Yeah, bro. I saw, I saw that you followed him, so I figured I'd tell you." He's like, "Oh shit, that's crazy, bro. Like yeah. you really moving like that." But, you know, I've worked with, like, a, like cool artists like uh, FSO De Niro, FSO Pete. I've been around those kids. Um, and they, they're, they're from Broward, and they're popping off right now. So, um, But definitely, like, to film a video in the future, Bad Bunny is the number one pick, bro. Yeah, Bad Bunny's great. Yeah. He's got amazing music. Amazing music, bro. Um, and this is a little bit more off topic, but mm-hmm. uh, I've been seeing this go around social media, and people keep answering this incorrectly. What? Uh, who would win in a fight? <laughs> Grizzly bear or a silverback gorilla? Like the actual animals? Yeah, the actual animals. They are mm. protecting their territory and they fight. Nah, bro, a silverback gorilla. You really bro. think so, bro? They're that's bro, dead they're, wrong, bro. They're massive. Dead wrong. Do you're you know tripping. how? Do you know how big a grizzly bear is? Okay. Do you know how Dude. buff a silverback is, bro? Like one punch. I, nah, bro. Are you gonna pull up a funny ass video? No, I'm gonna pull up the science. Dude, a grizzly Stop bear the cat. would kill a silverback gorilla. Ten times out of ten. So a grizzly, this is just one source. I guess we'll look at some collateral data. But uh, a grizzly beats a silverback ten times out of ten. The average silverback weighs around 350 pounds and stands at five and a half feet tall. That's like a that's like a lineman in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, grizzlies have been clocked at speeds at 35 miles per hour. Um, let's see here. Let's see the size difference. No, the reason the reason I personally think, and I also believe it's fact and true. Mm-hmm. Of course, any fight, anything goes. You know. Okay. Um, grizzly bears. I don't because black bears are nice, small, and cute. They'll still kill you, but I mean, do you know how big grizzly bears are? They're they're pretty big. Grizzly bears are. Oh, I this see. This is what it would I look see. like. I mean, come on, man. That's a little kid fighting a grown <laughs> That's adult. That's a buff. Bro, look at his quads, bro, and his hamstrings. That's Still, a monster, look at that bro. Size difference, bro. He he's gonna tackle him. Gorillas can't eat like that. They can't chomp like a grizzly bear. That's true. Chomp. That's true. This guy's just gonna get and lay on him and then ah, you take think a bite so? out of his neck, bro. I don't know, bro. Look at those glutes, though. Holy those shit. glutes go crazy, bro. Look at his back. He has a Dorito back. <laughs> those triceps are massive. No, nah, grizzly bear. I think a grizzly bear would kill. Yeah, now that I see back. the size difference, bro, I could definitely agree with you, bro. And like grizzly bears, like you can't—they're not ripped like that, and but they're 
probably stronger, I'm pretty sure. Have you ever seen a bald grizzly bear? A bald grizzly bear? They're terrifying, bro. You've never seen it before? I'm sure you've seen it somewhere. <laughs> oh my god, that's not what it looks like. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's what it looks like. That looks weird. Who shaved? You know what? I, I don't know. I don't want to know. shaved this bear. That's fucked up. That's fucked up for Cuz clearly the bear is small and in malnutrition. Like he's been yeah, he's treated been incorrectly, it. bro. Yeah, that's not that's not right. Look at this guy's back. Oh, Got some damn. fur off. He oh probably just fought the the the, the gorilla, Silver bro. Gorilla. He's walking <laughs> away, so he might have just won. Yeah, he might have just won. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask that question because people have been posting that everywhere. And Very honestly, true. I think I did see it on Twitter though. Instantly, I voted grizzly bear right away because really? grizzly bears to me are the apex predator on earth. Really? Seriously, they they could grab your limbs and just tear them off, bro. Yeah, Silverback gorilla will punch you, but they won't. Have you ever seen that DiCaprio movie where he fights a bear and then he's fighting for his life the entire rest of the no, movie? No, what? Yeah, he, he won. I think that's the first uh, the first Oscar he won was off that movie. I think it's called the The Revenant or some shit like that. Cool, I have to give it a watch. Yeah, but he's like he gets so fucked up by the bear, like in the begin, like the first twenty minutes of the film. Yeah. That the rest of the film, I don't think he speaks a single word. It's just him like fighting for his life. Like eventually, like he kills a horse in the middle of a snowstorm, takes out his guts and sleeps inside the horse. It's a crazy <sighs> movie, bro. Like he won a wow. Grammy, not a Grammy, an Oscar off that. That's dope, bro. That's dope. Yeah, yeah pretty good movie. Would it's you really... do something like that to survive, or would you kind of just like fold? No, I wouldn't fold. Like if I, I'm that person where like I will do the absolute most to like get out of a situation if i really see if oh, i really yeah. see like an exit bro because what if that big, was your horse huh what if that was your horse since birth it like is, you raised that horse there are animals bro like at the end of the day like <laughs> they're animals i'm gonna have to cut your ass open bro and pull out his intestines and lay inside bro like that's literally what he does and they show it like it's that's it's, crazy yeah, it's nutty, bro. when you're in situations like that you gotta like you gotta think the obstacle is the way yeah yeah bro <laughs> i love that really. i love that mindset yes sir uh but you've been into the stock market you you mentioned it a little yes, bit sir. earlier about crypto yeah crypto more than anything how's that treating you bro you buy the dip I, bro what bro i just bought the dip like <laughs> yesterday bro i bought some more ethereum i was like you know what fuck y'all like y'all want to dump it to like so the price the price went to an all-time high of like i think it was like forty three hundred dollars per coin of for like what, a, ethereum for, for ethereum um, I don't know if you want to say coin or just Ethereum, but it tanked to like, I think it was like 19 or 1800. Wow. So it, ta it tanked over like 56, I think it was like 56%. Uh -huh. And I already had a, I had a big bag in there when it was peaking, I was close to like $20,000 and I had only invested eight, 8,000. Yeah. So I had already doubled my, my profits. Ow, bro. Ow. Yeah. Ow, ow. And then while I was in Puerto Rico, it started tanking. I was like, fuck so I, I i went from like 18k to like 11 mm -hmm. and then i got back and it was it was down like at nine and i'm like fuck and then it went down to like seven so I, like it went oh, down yeah. to 7k like my portfolio and and um i was like damn like i'm already i'm already like down from what i already invested in and i was like you know what fuck it so i threw another thousand in there and now it's peaking back up. It's up like 50% today. So I'm like yeah. you got to learn about the dip bro but it has treated me very well i've looked into the space a lot I have constantly been like educating myself on the market and right now we're in a bull right. market. So that's why I took the opportunity. I'm like, I'm not shooting a lot of videos, so I'm going to throw my money in somewhere that could grow. So, yeah.
takes money to make money for sure. Yeah, bro. It takes money and risk, bro. Like, there's a lot of people that, like, bro, like, a lot of people, like, if your portfolio is at 18K, bro, and you're just, like, and you see it tank over 56%, a lot of people are going to pull out and because they, they're scared so, to lose their money. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not scared, bro. Like, I got enough other money, like, in my... In You'll my, do in anything li- to survive, bro. In li- yeah, in liquidity. Like, I got money in my bank account that I could live off of, and I have money invested in other, in other like, stocks or other cryptos right. other than Ethereum. So it's like, I can't be scared of losing that money when you got to really believe in what you're investing. And a lot of people, a lot of people, they're like, oh, like, I see this is trending a lot. I'm going to invest mm-hmm. in it. But they don't, they don't even know what the hell they're investing in, bro. Like, oh, I'm going to invest in Bitcoin, but they don't know anything about the blockchain. They don't know anything about how it works. What's right. the purpose of it? What real, like real world problem does it solve? And that's why I don't, I don't pull out money from whatever I invest. Yeah. Cause I, I believe in it. I know what it's going to be in the future. And you just gotta, you just gotta. Yeah. It's a meme to some people when, when it they is. talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and a lot of people like they'll invest into like Dogecoin, which is an actual joke. And you know, yeah. Elon might be talking about like you know working with the developers to like make it something big. I pulled out seventy percent of my equity in Doge already, so I have you know a good thirty twenty percent still in there. So I still have a few thousand coins. So if it ever goes up to like a really good value, then I'll make some money. Right. But I don't believe in it enough to like have it in their long, like all that money in their long term so i just took it out and i threw it into ethereum and bitcoin because i know that that's a solid project that's gonna definitely keep growing right. so a lot of people in the doge space like they took money out and they put it into ethereum and stuff and they thought it was just as much as a joke as dogecoin like that's not that's not the not case at all. at all yeah not the, not the case yeah dogecoin i mean wasn't it was originally created as a meme right it was. by like two guys or something and mm-hmm. they can create as many as they want yeah, it's an inflationary currency. Right. So, and the I think the original creator he 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 used like a certain amount. He he sold all of his to buy like a a two thousand or like a nineteen hundreds like Honda Civic back in twenty twelve, <laughs> and he has zero Dogecoin, and now he's hating on it. Like he hates on it. He's like, oh no. Like he's he's been on on interviews and he's like, oh no. Like Dogecoin could never be anything. Of course you're gonna say that because you had you had the biggest bag and you threw it away on a Honda. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, Doge is an interesting project. I don't believe in it personally anymore. I believed in it like in February when I threw like I think I threw like eight hundred bucks in it, and so did my brother. My brother has a huge bag in it, bro. Like he still has a big bag. Yeah, he made like twenty k off of like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, I bought I bought Dogecoin when it was less than a penny, for sure. Yeah, me too. And. I, I just sold it because I didn't... This was before all the hype. Really? And Elon endorsement and all that. Really? This is back when I just started doing stocks and I saw like a thing less than a penny. I'm like, oh, look, it goes up every once in a while. Maybe yeah. I'll buy and sell and make... Of course. You know, yeah. a little bit. But if I would have held on to that, because I think I just put like a hundred bucks and... How many but, coins did you have? Uh... I think it was like probably like 1,400, 1,500. Okay, okay. Right? I don't, I don't remember bad. exactly. I know I had 15 bucks into it right before it went into a penny, but that's the thing is Dogecoin went to four cents. That's over 400% growth. That's like It went up insane. to 60. I think it hit 70 cents. Did it? Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, it hit 70 cents. And I remember insane. investing, I think it was like at five cents. Mm-hmm. And like with 800 bucks, I bought like 12,000 12, coins. Yeah. And then I, I slowly just started selling it off until like I remember recently, I think it was May 8th, Elon was supposed to go on SNL. And everybody was like, oh, it's going to go up. It's going to go up. But I had already, I was already reading like the, uh, not reading the charts, like reading the the trends. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody or like the, the community says it's going to go up this day because it's dedicated to Dogecoin. 
it doesn't go up. It just tanks. So I told my brother, because he has a bigger bag than me in it. I was like, yo, this is what I'm doing. I'm pulling out 70% of my equity. I think you should do it too because you have a bigger bag. Take out whatever you need to pay off any debts that you got. And just leave the rest in in case you miss out. Yeah. I took out the 70 the day before SNL. And then I was watching the SNL live, bro. And I just I was looking at the charts, just plummeting and plummeting and plummeting. <laughs> Kenneth sitting I'm in just his sitting room with Dogecoin with, chart open watching yeah, SNL. That ass, bro. Live. And then another phone in my hand, just looking at my money in my bank account rather than dipping in the fucking market. Like, nah, bro. Like you gotta you gotta educate yourself when yeah. you're in the and when you're in the when you're in the market, bro. It's really important. Oh, for sure. You gotta read trends, you gotta read charts, and you gotta it's one of those things that you won't understand right away, but you just have to get screen time with it and Absolutely. keep attempting to understand everything. Absolutely. And then bro. eventually you just get a track record and things start to make sense. Yeah. And you got to put like your money in like risky places too. Like there's like a bunch. I don't know if you heard of like the hype coins or the shit coins. Yeah, I've heard about It's that. just like shitty coins like in the crypto industry that like are just like they don't have, they don't solve real world problems like Ethereum or Bitcoin or like uh, Cardano. Right. But they have a chance like dogecoin so i've put like 100 200 in like this this coin called safe moon i have like 84 million coins of it if it ever dares to reach at least a cent in value or two cents i'll be a millionaire you heard it here you heard it here first folks (laughs) yeah this isn't financial advice i'm just a guy sitting in my room talking about the market so don't (laughs) fucking listen to me I love that for you yeah yeah you just gotta take risks you know i i hope you become a millionaire I really I do. I hope you do too, bro. I appreciate it. The, the wet slap is going to go places, bro. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. We'll have to collaborate soon. Do something. Bro, we do. Yeah. We have to I'll make that. some music. No, I'm just playing. No, Maybe. No. I don't know. In the future. I don't know. You never know, bro. Yeah, we could do like a promotional video. Off, yeah. We could do a promo video for, for, this, sure. for the podcast. Hey. Yeah, I appreciate bro. you coming on, brother. Yes, bro. Hey. I was excited to come on, talk about everything that you had to, to ask. So. Yeah, man. You like the studios? Bro, I love it, bro. It's my first. It's crazy because... I've seen so many podcasts for years. And I'm like, damn, I wonder what it's going to be like whenever I go on my first podcast. Because I'm that type of person. Like, I like to think. Manifestation. Uh, manifestation is so sure. important. And, like, now I'm on my first podcast and I'm excited to Good, go on a, a bunch of other Yeah, it's a many more. I'll have you back on. We got to. Yeah, for yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, much love, brother. Yes, sir. I'll catch you in the next one, all yes, right? Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to The West Life, the number one podcast in the world. <laughs> Cha-ching. Cha-ching. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, bro. It. That was good. Yeah.